Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Daryl Amy here with your co-host, Larry Levine. How is life going today, Larry? It's going great. Smack in the middle of summer. What else? I mean, it's Southern California weather. It can't get any better. And I know I rub it into you all the time, dude, because it's probably thunder and lightning and it's probably 99% humidity by you. I, you know, me and the rest of the country, we just don't want to hear anything about it. But you know, I'm going to continue to rub, I'm going to continue to rub it in because you wrote a blog post this week and you actually picked on me. So I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> over the next it was good. And, and for those of you who didn't see my blog post, it was really building on our theme from last week. And, and last week we talked about the fact that sales reps need to be brokers of ideas. They need to consume content and they need to share that content with, uh, with their, targets, current customers, all of that, whether it's done in paper or digital format. And of course, I relentlessly mock Larry for reading paper books. But you know what? Somebody's got to still read paper books. Otherwise, uh, Barnes & Noble would have to shut down. So, But I don't even remember the last time I've been in Barnes & Noble, dude. So it was great. I actually went to a bookstore this week. Uh, there is a new bookstore that opened up in the town where I live, which I was like, why is someone opening a bookstore right now? But nonetheless, I brought my uh, 13-year-old son and uh, he walks out of the bookstore. He goes, dad, that place kind of smelled really good. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think he's been to a bookstore before. <laughs> <laughs> Things are changing, aren't they? And I, by the way, welcome back to the the Selling from the Heart podcast. <laughs> For those of you who are new, uh, you have uh, you have joined an irreverent community of people <laughs> that are committed to uh, that they're actually sincerely committed to to being authentic, being genuine, bringing the goods, being the real deal, doing the hard work, um, and selling from the heart and achieving a, a high level of sales professionalism, um, a high level of impact. And also a high level of income. And so, um, and by the way, just thank you to all of our listeners. We've now topped 2,000. As of today, we're just checking that. And and so to everybody who's been with us from the beginning and joined on this journey, thank you. Um, And I want you to know you're not alone. There are uh, literally now thousands of people who are saying, you know what? We want to be the real deal. And uh, that's exciting. That is really exciting. Yeah. And, and, I want to. I personally want to thank everybody as well, and and I think it's just really critical because you can tell from where Daryl and I, you know, are coming from on this podcast. We're throwing it out. We're just genuine. We sell from the heart. It's our motto. That's the way we walk in our personal life. That's the way we act in our business life. And I'm encouraged because sales is a great profession. We just need to get back to being genuine and bringing the goods, and quit trying to put on a facade and pretend to be something that we're not. Absolutely. And so last week, we challenged everybody um, to do the hard work. It was part two of our hard work um, series. And we challenged everybody to um, go consume some content. We talked about three, you know, multiple types of content, content that is valuable to your targets, content that um, gives you an understanding of, of how to be a better salesperson and, and content in general that gives you an understanding of how you can impact and bring ideas 
business-wise to, to your prospects. So for everyone who did that, uh, congratulations. And this needs to be a regular part of our habit as sales professionals. You know, we don't want to be, there's lots of sales reps. Um, there's lots of people out there that are working for the paycheck, uh, but there are only an elite group of sales professionals. And these are people that are really looking to add value. And that brings us to what we want to talk about today. So uh, for everybody who's been listening, you can be thankful the hard work series is over. Uh, but, but Larry's not going to let up. But you know, today we want to bring up something that, that came out as we were uh, just talking about Larry's blog post this week, which by the way, for actually, our- actually, it's not going it, to, it's my blog post is going to come out this weekend. So as I was sharing it with Daryl, he got some genius idea. Well, let's start talking about it today. So thus. Well, no. So Larry's going to talk <laughs> about, he's got this whole thing about prints and, and selling like it's 1999. You're going to want to tune into Larry's <laughs> LinkedIn profile when that comes out this weekend. Uh, but one thing that Larry said that that totally jumped out at me and I, I think is perfect for us to all reflect on together today is what is that what is the difference between activity versus purpose? And as salespeople, we all know that that we have to do activity. And there is, you know, a relentless focus uh, in the, the sales world on activity. Um, whether it's a certain number of calls you have to make or there's a certain number of appointments you need to set. And we track ratios and all of those things. And, and, and all of those things are important. That There's no question that we have to do activity. But we really want to ask ourselves the question, what's the purpose behind all of this activity? Right, Larry? Yeah, and it's... Um it's so true. And, you know, I'll expand on it through my blog over the weekend, but we are just benchmarked to death around activities. Yeah, sales is obviously an activity driven business, right? Mm-hmm. No activity. We all know what's going to happen. But I think what happens over time is sales reps just get in the activity trap because sales managers are benchmarking them based on number of calls, number of net new appointments, number of current account visits, number of proposals, depending on what type of sales vertical you're in, number of demonstrations. Well, that's all fine. But then as salespeople, I mean, salespeople are pretty smart. They'll figure the game out pretty quick and then they learn how to skate activity and make up stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just activity for doing activity and they don't really know why. Well, the end result of activity is to help you sell something. But I think we need to bring purpose into why we're doing this activity. And that purpose being is how are we going to open up better conversations with our current clients? Well, so I think, I think when we head into any sales activity, and that could be an appointment, it could be an email, it could be a prospecting call, it could be a driving conversation through LinkedIn. I mean, there's all different types of activities that could be going to a networking event. I mean, you just think of all the different activities that that we do um, on a daily basis. Could be sending a thank you card, which uh, sales professionals do that on a regular basis. So you've got to be thinking when you're doing an activity. Um, you know, you've got to ask yourself. Or we can ask ourselves a few valuable questions. You know, one of the things that um, that I've I've become very relentless about in my own life is I've I've realized that um, you know I only have a limited number of resources as a human being, right? I've got time, and I've got energy, and I've got 
money. I've got, you know, there's a pretty short list of resources. And one of the biggest resources um, that we have as sales reps is, is our time and how we use it effectively. So um, as I've been just relentlessly trying and experimenting with new ways to be more effective in managing my time and my energy, I mean, I haven't even really shared all this with you, Larry, as I'm mapping out my day, one of the things that I do for every activity I have in my day is I've started writing down the goals. So I've got this appointment. What do I want to accomplish in this appointment? Um, and then the other, so I want to talk about that for, for a moment. In this activity that you're doing as a sales rep, what do you want to accomplish? Now, we gotta, we've, we've got to um, think about my accomplishment is, well, obviously, I want to close a deal. Right. I mean, what what do I want to accomplish? I want to build a a relationship and close a deal. But if you think about a sales activity, obviously, that's the end result of of all of it. And if you wanted to peel it back even more, you know, what do you want to accomplish? I want to make money. But um, but there's more to it than that. Right. What do you want to accomplish in that interaction, whether it's an email, whether it's a social media post? Um, you know, so what, what are some of the things you can set as goals? I think one of the goals that I want to accomplish in, in an interaction is I want to build relationship, right? Yeah. And real relationship that to me, and you brought up some really great points, but for me, and you know, me really well, Daryl is I'm really keen on every day. My big commitment to myself is what could I do to strengthen the relationships in a multitude of different ways. What can I do to strengthen the relationships with my clients? What can I do to strengthen the relationships with my friends, mm-hmm. my centers of influence, my family members? And to me, where I really have found my purpose, and we all have those different times of the day, mine's first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you know, on godly hour, I get up in the morning, but I use it for a couple of reasons. A, to self-reflect, do a little bit of reading, But then I just really get in tune with myself and say, you know, what could I bring on a daily basis to enhance the relationships of the people that matter the most to me? So what's that mean as a sales rep? That's just where our sales hat on for a second is let's just say, what do I need to do on a daily basis to enhance the relationships with my current clients? And what do I have to do on a daily basis to enhance the relationships with my future clients? That means more effective prospecting and more effective relationship building. Yeah, I think that's, that's so powerful. So thinking in terms of, of um, your current clients that are out there right now, you know, I mean, it's easy to think of a current client when it comes time for a, you know, a lease renewal or a sales opportunity. Um, it's easy, easy to think of a current client in terms of maybe when it's time for a quarterly business review, but you know, we've got to ask ourselves as sales professionals, when else are we thinking about our current clients? You know, and, and I think it goes beyond, there's nothing wrong with, you know, saying happy birthday to someone on their birthday. Uh, even though that's come become so cliche in today's social media world, but like, what can we do to add value and, and build relationship with our current clients? And, and you know, what's interesting and, and, and it's so true. So this probably goes back, Daryl, I mean, I mean, I've even told you the story, but I think it, it I need to share this because I think it brings some validity to it. So probably about six months ago, it may not even be six months ago, I wrote a blog post on how sales reps should lead with a servant-led heart. Yeah, and I know you read it, but in there, I gave a shout out to an old current client of mine, or actually a past client from a past dealership I was at. 
And that's where I really started picking up on it. So this is goes about 20 years ago. So, you know, I, I, sh- I wrote the blog post. I really brought out, I singled out his name, the company he works for, what it meant to me and so forth. He actually commented my blog post. Long story short, we got to lunch. Mm-hmm. And he thanked me for it. And we got caught up because it probably been around a year, year and a half since I really saw him. And he goes, you know, the one thing that I really appreciated about you, Larry, as a salesperson is you always came to visit me. You always came to visit the key people in this organization. You walked around, you shook hands, you said hello, you looked people in the eye. And every time that you came in here, you weren't trying to sell me something. You were Mm -hmm. building a relationship with me. But the time that you did come in here to sell something to me, I was all ears because you had the knowledge, you built the relationships, you understood who we are, but you're a normal human being and you weren't coming in here every single time trying to sell me something. And I think that's a key takeaway for a lot of sales reps in here is we have to start thinking about, yeah, we have to sell things to clients. We have to retain those. We have to grow those relationships. But if the only time you're seeing them is when you're wanting to try to sell them something, to me, that's not building a relationship. That's one-sided. No, I think that is so spot on. And, and you know, it, it's funny because when you talk to the um, hardcore sales rep, you know, the sales rep will say, well, I, well I'm needed because people buy from people. And, well, do that, that. I mean, that's cliche because no duh. Well, yeah, but the real question is, you know, okay, well, if people do buy from people, then are we taking the time to develop those relationships? Not just showing up when it's time to sign a deal or when there's, you know, blood in the water on uh, on an opportunity, but are we truly um, looking for opportunities? So when we think about activity versus purpose, we've got all these activities that we're doing, but one of the things we have to ask is what's our purpose in that activity? Um, Or what activities are we going to do to drive that purpose of building relationships? Because... Um, you know, one of the most fulfilling parts about having a career as a sales professional is we get to develop, we have the opportunity to develop lots of, of relationships that some, some that turn into friendships, others that are professional relationships. Um, but the, you know, the, the sales rep versus a sales professional, the sales rep is always going to look at somebody with dollar signs, you know, on their, behind their name the sales professional is, is going to look at somebody and go, how can I add value to that person? Um, you know, how can, how can I, how can I develop a friendship just for, for friendship's sake, not for, uh, not with, with, uh, you know, dollar signs behind it every single time. Yeah. And, and it's so true. And I always have this really, I mean, this saying just always rang true with me is I always said no relationships, no revenue. And I think if we fast forward to where we're at today is your current clients, they're on the, I mean, they're on the lookout all the time. They're on, they're on the lookout for, can I have a better experience? What am I getting from my current provider? What am I getting from my current sales Mm. rep? Right. And I'm going to use sales rep, you know, in that terminology, but we always have to be on the lookout. So as sales reps, we always have to be bringing the goods. We always talk about it, right? right? We always have to talk about bringing the goods and what purpose do we have as sales professionals, not only to our current clients, but what purpose, what do we bring to our place of work? What are we going to commit to on a daily basis to enhance our lives, our clients' lives, and the people that we work with. 
Yeah. So let's think on a real practical level now together um, with our listeners. And by the way, for, for those who are listening today, we, you know, we'd love for you to connect with us on LinkedIn. Uh, love for you to follow us on Twitter and, and, you know, give some feedback. Um, tell us what you think. Uh, there's, but it, on a real practical level, Larry, let's think for a moment together about if my purpose is to build relationships, what can I do? Um, you know, what can I do as a sales rep to build relationship with people outside the normal things that, you know, outside the normal sales activity inside a sales cycle? Um, I, I would say that this has worked for me. I still stick to this model today is get involved in the community, get involved in out, outside of that normal sales activities that we think about when it comes time to building relationships is get involved, get involved in not-for-profit groups, get involved with your centers of influence, get involved with building relationships outside the norm. And I say this for one reason, because at a certain point in time, they're going to help you build better relationships with other people that they know that can turn into sales opportunities. But quite frankly, a lot of times sales reps only build those relationships with their clients. Obviously the person or who's going to sign the agreement, they, if they effectively forget about all the other relationships they can build, mm-hmm. do one thing, become a well-rounded, authentic human person is the way I look at it. So I think if, if we can get back to sales reps, building relationships inside their community I mean, I know you have great relationships inside your community. I have great relationships because I give back to the community. I give back to my clients. I give back to my community and I give back to the centers of influence and it comes back tenfold. Yeah. And I think another, that's, that's a, that's an extremely practical way um, to get involved in, in nonprofits and, and, and all of that. You're going to make some amazing connections, develop relationships, talk about activity versus purpose that has built in purpose all over it. Um, and, and it's good for you. It's good for the community and it will be good for developing relationships. Yeah. You know, and here's something else is sales rep, sales rep, sales professionals, whomever, right? (laughs) Why don't you go back to your current clients, go back to your current clients and develop new relationships with people in those businesses that you may not know. You know, it reminds me of, of, um, yeah, just uh, it reminds me of back some vertical market research I used to do. And uh, I had this task of doing vertical market research. And my idea was that I would uh, just take friends that were in different vertical markets out to lunch or go to their business and ask them how information in this case flowed through their business processes. And that was a, it was a relationship building exercise. And it really had, it had research purpose behind it. Ironically, almost every one of those um, interactions where I was just curious and asking questions to learn and, and really edify myself and the, the client I was serving to do this vertical market research, ironically, every one of those interactions <laughs> ended in a sales opportunity um, that I didn't, I had to pass off. I wasn't there to sell them anything, but it was building relationship by liter- literally being... Um, curious and genuinely wanting to know about their business and their, the, you know, the challenges they were facing. And, and it was so interesting because so often we, we have conversation like that and it's like full of leading questions and full of, you know, there, there's a posture of 
of just being genuinely curious about somebody and their challenges in their world or their life without having the entire time this agenda um, of where you're trying to steer the conversation and having this, you know, waiting for that moment where you can like pounce as a sales rep on top of an opportunity. Um, rather, entering the prospect or the, 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 the person's world to understand it. Yeah, you know, and this reminds me of some, I was working with a sales team. This goes back, I don't know, three or four months ago. And as we started talking about this very thing, building relationships with people outside of the normal people you would think of that would affect the buying decision. Right. And, and I still remember it as plain as day. And the person goes, well, you know, one of the sales reps goes, well, why would I do that? Right. Why would I build relationships with somebody inside the organization that's really not going to affect the buying decision? And I said, but guess what? They know other people outside that organization who can affect the ability for you to sell something to somebody else outside of the four walls of who you know. Well, the other thing is getting to know somebody like that, uh, you know, they're going to be the type of person that's going to give you the nuanced real world insight into the organization you're trying to serve so you can actually be able to help them. <laughs> you know, so it's uh, and, and it's it's almost like there's no such thing as a wasted relationship. As, yeah. as you're doing that. And so we've got to ask activity versus purpose. We're doing activity as sales reps. Um, you know, what is the purpose behind it? And one of the purposes is building relationships. Another purpose behind our activity um, is, is really just asking that question in this interaction, what value can I add? You know, I think we're always inside sales activity, prospecting activity. We're, we're always looking for opportunity. And there's nothing wrong with that. We should be looking for opportunity. But the question, what value can I add? Instead of just looking at somebody as a piece of meat or a, a commission check or, uh, you know, looking at someone in, in terms of dollar signs attached by, behind their name, um, as a salesperson, what's my purpose? Part of my purpose is to look and go, how can I add value in this interaction? Now, it may be an email. It may be a prospecting call. It may be a, um, it may be a meeting with them. Um, it may just be a social media post. But how, you know, thinking in this, in this sales activity, how can I add value? Well, you know, yeah, I'll even add one to it. And I mean, you know, my whole take on value. I think sales reps got to really understand the value they bring to their clients by simply just asking. Yes. But the other part of this is think of the value you can bring as a sales rep. If you bridge one of your clients, one of your relationships, and you introduce them into somebody they don't know that you know, just to bridge an introduction. It's value. It's, val it's value. I do it all the time. I do it all the time, day in and day out, whether it's leveraging LinkedIn, whether it's leveraging an email, whether it's bridging a conference call. I'm constantly saying to my network, what can I do to add value to my network? Yes. But I'll say, hey, you know, hey, Daryl, this is a great guy I'd want you to get to meet. It happened to me yesterday on a call with somebody in Sydney, Australia. He goes, I want to introduce you to somebody I know that I think would bring value. Are you up, are you up for a digital cup of coffee? Yeah. I mean, I'm in California. He's in Sydney, Australia. This cat's in San Francisco, California. Right. Right. 
But he goes, you just have to all, we just all have to have a digital cup of coffee and just get better acquainted with each other. A digital cup of coffee. Isn't that cool? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And, and so going into a, a, an activity, once again, it doesn't matter if it's a a meeting or a email or whatever, um, to be able to ask ourselves that question as sales professionals in this interaction, how can I bring value to this person? Now it kind of harkens back to last week. You have to do the hard work. Dude, that's a gut, dude, that's a gut check. That's a gut check for a lot of people. It is because I think, you know, so much sales activity is flipping over rocks looking for, for, you know, immediate opportunities. Um, But not only can people smell that by the way, but also not everything we, we walk into is an immediate opportunity. Of of course, it's always been a numbers game. So if we're going to, if we're going to have interactions with people, why don't we look for opportunities to add value and when the time comes, then, then it will flow back to us. Right. No, and you get what they want and they will help you get what you want. And we've got opportunity as sales reps in our interactions, in our activities to add value every single day. And and that, and that's why when I work with sales reps and, and this is how I managed myself and I coached myself and I was harder on myself than anybody was we have to manage a relationship funnel. We have to manage a sales funnel. Mm Mm-hmm. And as sales reps, we always pay attention to our sales funnel. Management pays attention to sales funnel. Owners pay attention to your sales funnel. Absolutely. But it's, it, but it's time to start paying attention to that relationship funnel. And that, to me, is the purpose behind where we're at as sales reps, is let's get back to managing two funnels. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this, is, this has been a great discussion today. I hope everyone's enjoyed this. I mean, obviously, as sales reps... Um, we have activity. We're, we'll always have activity. There's, there's going to be activity. That activity is evolving and changing as it goes more digital, but it doesn't really matter where, what type of activity you're engaged in or what channel you're communicating on. Um, the questions that, that we want to challenge everybody to ask themselves um, when you engage in any kind of activity, you're going to, as soon as you get to the office today or tomorrow morning, um, you know, or as soon as you get done listening to this podcast, you're probably going to do some activity. It could be something as simple as returning an email or making a prospecting call. Um, we want to challenge you to ask yourself two questions going into that activity. How can I build a relationship with this person? A genuine relationship, not a commission relationship, a genuine relationship. And very closely related to this, in this interaction, in this activity, how could I add value to this person as an individual, as in their life, in their business? How could I add value? And I think it's that level of authenticity that is, is really what sets apart sales reps from sales professionals, commission check collectors from people who are making an impact, changing the world. Um, and when you live like that, you know, the amazing thing is income follows, uh, income follows people who act with sincerity, passion, and do the hard work to build relationship and add value. Yeah, it, 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 those are great questions because I, a, I'm a firm believer in them. And the second thing is, is I want the listeners out there to really think about 
is now not only do you understand the value you bring to the clients and they understand the value you bring to them, but can you get them to tell your story, the value you bring to other people that they may know? And that that's probably a topic of another conversation, but I want people to really think about that is if you really build those really great, valuable relationships is encourage these people to share that relationship with other people. Yeah. Other people that they may know, Hey, I encourage you to get to know Daryl. I encourage you to get to know Larry. And this is the reason why this is the reason why you should get to know this person. This is what this person has brought to my business. This right. Is what this person's brought to me. That's powerful. When you can start multiplying the value you bring to your clients through their channels, through the people that they know, and maybe, you know, as we wrap up, maybe that's the litmus test, right? Ooh, if, that's if, the gut check litmus test. It's the litmus test. If, if, if you're getting, if you're not getting referred, if you're not, you know, if you don't have clients that are, are now advocates, raving fans and referring you, um, you know, that is the litmus test. And you've got to go back and ask ourselves these questions on every interaction. What am I doing? What can I do right now in this interaction to build a relationship? And what can I do in this interaction, this activity to add value? And I got to tell you, Larry, this, this conversation is challenging my socks off right now. I mean, this is, this is really uh, getting me thinking. So I think, I mean, I love it. I think about it all the time. That's the gut check that I do. That's, you know, that's how I beat myself up is what value might bring into everybody that I come in contact with. And that's the tough one. Yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us today. Um, thank you for, uh, for telling your friends about this. Hopefully we're adding value and building relationships through these podcasts. We're certainly having a blast. We're glad you're along for the ride. So our challenge uh, today, and you might want to write this down and put it on a sticky note on your desk is, what can I do to build a relationship? What can I do to add value? Thank you, everybody. Keep it real. Keep, keep working hard. Keep bringing passion. And most of all, keep selling from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.